It's Tabletop Time. I'm Jazza. I'm Dave. I'm Jen. And I'm Jeremy. And in this video, we're going to go on an epic saga. For you see, normally role-playing sessions either take place in a one-shot where we can muck around, but really it takes place over a couple of days or whatever, you know, in, in an in-universe setting, or a saga which spans 30 chapters and many years. We're going to try and do both. In this video, we're going to try and, in the space of an hour, role-play a huge epic equivalent of an episodic saga. This video is sponsored this by... This video is sponsored by Black Magic, who made our channel come back to life with your amazing uh, camera gear and streaming setup, but also DaVinci Resolve is free, guys, so go check it out. I love DaVinci Resolve. We use it for every oh, channel, it's every amazing. video. It's so good. Jeremy is one of my editors. Uh, and you sta- you started learning editing in DaVinci yeah. Resolve. It was Learned incredible. Learned it in a day. Learned it in a day. Yeah, wow. I had one day. It's really approachable oh, and it's free grading. and the cut, like there's so much professional yeah. stuff, but if you're... If you're new to editing, there's so much out there to help you and it is so approachable and the cut page is like a really condensed version of all the professional stuff. So thank you to DaVinci uh, Resolve and Blackmagic for sponsoring check it our out. channel. Go check it out. Links in the description. Now let me set the tone of the world. <laughs> you are all teenagers in the kingdom of Salador, in the land of Palaya, in the town Shut up, Dave! Oh, so no, that, I just was pale? wondering if in the land of Salador we got our direct from brewery beers and wine. <laughs> and then, then Paella? In Salador and Paella. Pa- pa- oh, shit. <laughs> Salador. And I'm I like, just picked, I'll probably never say the names again. Okay. But in the land you of are Calador. in the town of Fernin. Okay. That one okay? Fernin. Okay, cool. So we'll introduce the character shortly, but I'll tell you a little bit a little bit about this town. You're uh, you're a while away from the nearest city, anything you would con- consider a city. You are all raised very remotely. Uh, it's a town of I'd say three or four hundred people, but fairly spread out. And the cluster in the middle, you know, there's like a couple of dozen families that are fairly well known. And, and uh, you know, there's some shops and there's some trade and blah, blah, blah. But it's pretty low key. And it's very much a mix of hunt-gatherer slash um, small commerce slash, you know, marketplace and uh, some crops and fields and all that stuff. So it's pretty traditional uh, medieval setting in a fantasy world where there are different fae creatures. They're not super common, but there are certainly are different races like orcs and elves and dwarves and blah, blah, blah. They're often quite spread out. You're in, you're in a much more human zone, but there are, you, there's, I'm going to say there's a half-elf family in the town. Yeah. Um, they're probably, they're sort of more the, the of the mayor's family by relation. Uh, and the mayor is someone you know. His name is Bernard. Uh, Mayor Bernard, and uh, you three characters, you are all facing, or about to face, be assigned your trial of, of adulthood. So uh, you, you go through the sort of a mentorship program, it's the equivalent of their education, where you have a mentor by the name of Madra. And Madra is a very old lady who uh, has seen a lot of the world, and is very careful to make sure you are wise to the ways of justice and peace, but also uh, hasn't much patience for misbehavior. Madra sounds like an old man, I know. Let's overlook this. I'll, t- I'll raise it up a little bit. There we go. I am Madra. 
Yes. Okay, I got it. I haven't narrated in a while. Got to get my characters flowing. <laughs> so, uh, you you three, let's introduce yourselves, and I'll also introduce you to one of your one of your friends and companions, and also a little bit more. But we'll we'll go from there. Let's uh, let's introduce ourselves, shall we? Certainly. Let's start off with you, Dave, shall we? I am Ignatius, and I am a young archer. Uh, Ignatius is pale, fair of skin, with a mess of uh, red hair, curly red hair. And Ignatius is fairly unremarkable, aside from the fact that his hands are marred with burn scars, hands and forearms. Ignatius uh, is a renowned archer to the point where he competed in sort of local tier into town archery competitions for small prizes. Um, And his... His particular uh, talents found him conscripted into... You lose a destiny point for taking too long to explain. We're going through a whole campaign. <laughs> That's how this is going to work, people. We're going to pick up the pace. We have an hour um, and a bit. Cool. I burnt my hands. I burn things. I like fire. I like it. I like how you said in the tone. We're going to walk that line. We're going to walk that line between getting immersed. Don't look salty. You'll level up <laughs> if you play your cards right. By the way, this is all taking place in a very hybridised version of the cogent roleplay system where there are no skills, but otherwise roles and challenges are the same. Jen, introduce yourself Uh, for your character. So my name is Savale. I am a night swords woman. Uh, Very overconfident. I think I am the best and I am the best and no one is better than me at being as good as a sword. And yeah, come from a pretty wealthy family. Um, Yeah. Cool. They're talking about long-term goals as well. Long-term goals. I think we should, yeah, we'll all, we'll go around that okay. after. We'll introduce our characters and then we'll introduce that concept. Yeah. Okay. Jeremy, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Bart and Short I... Short for... Bartholomew. Cool. And I am very confident as I am very well-read. And I, yeah, sought, um, sought after being well-known and I would love a statue to be sculpted of me. but it's also worth clarifying Mm -hmm. that you are well read relative to your upbringing oh yes yes (laughs) so like yeah I think we've got to pack a real cocky like think they're too big for their boots and Madra knows that Uh, she has never dealt with such over eager uh, students uh, in many years she has raised most people who in fact your parents who all were mentored by Madra. So they know how to, um, you know, encourage you to walk the line properly. But you're meeting with Madra to be assigned your uh, trial. Um, And something very odd has happened because the day before uh, the trial was supposed to happen, it's usually something very generic, like you go out to get a boar and blah, blah, blah. You know, and, and you feast on the spoils of the boar, but instead... Uh, things have been derailed a bit. There's been a bit of kerfuffle in the town because uh, a set of goblin clothes and the, a little bit of blood and stuff has been sort of found in the basement of the inn along with a baby goblin that seems to have been left. Whether intentionally or not, you don't know. But Madra has gathered you all together at the inn. And she says, You all need... Okay. That's, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> For your trial, I require you to return 
this goblin child to its family in the forest. This is your trial, and if you pass it, you'll be deemed worthy of adulthood. Go, go retrieve the child in the basement without harming it, and make sure peace is held within uh, the village and the nearby goblin tribe. So, what I'm going to do is, uh, how we're going to play this, we have a lot to get through, so we really need to up the pace here, hence the... Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and we forgot to mention your like long-term goals, we should mention that too. So, uh, what is Evale's long-term goal? Uh, so, mine's just to be a high-ranking commander or knight, so to like lead an army or lead a kingdom. Cool, and Ignatius. I find the Eternal Flame, whatever that means, I don't have time to explain it. The Eternal Flame, well done, You're gonna, he's going to do this this whole session, aren't you? <laughs> cheeky boy he's a cheeky boy <coughs> so uh, what do you do what's your turn oh, to oh very okay, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. what is each of your characters impulse to deal with in this situation to there's a it. goblin downstairs uh, Bart you no, surely know how to deal with babies oh yes I'm in the books it is said to uh, nurture them go let's nurture uh, them let's yes. go okay let's pick it up I want you all to roll a destiny roll I am going to I average it 11. out roughly. Eight. If I rolled an eight, Bart rolled a 17. 17. So that skews towards the more positive for you. In fact, it so happens that Bart has read uh, a few things about goblins, and, and, and it's something that the nearby uh, villages and towns do know a bit about because there are lots of little pockets of goblin tribes. So you happen to know uh, what sort of tribe this goblin is from when you go downstairs and you see this little cowering uh, I'd say toddler-esque goblin doesn't have a lot of speech uh, well I mean goblins don't really have a lot of speech but doesn't have a, a lot of faculties to fight or be aggressive or anything like that but he seems a bit like so it's baby okay, Yoda but bit, of, bit of baby Yoda vibe definitely a bit of baby Yoda vibe so I'm going to get you to roll a reflex check uh, I'm going to say Jer- Bart uh, to see if you can grab him in the in the way that is safe and will contain him so you can all venture to oh, take him challenge complete them. your quest. Yes, challenge is, level three. Are there any like blankets or anything around to That's assist a great, me? You can assist with yeah. your perception check. That's a, just an assist check. So roll your perception. Okay. Is that your perception? I believe so, yeah. You get negative three. This isn't going to work the way you think it's going to work, it's just not, so you know. It's not. Mm. Yeah. Because, I haven't planned Because our statistics, um, like the best stats we're going to have is likely going to be a 50-50. Basically, you're going to need to have That's lower true. challenge levels for these, like really Done. low challenge levels. Done. Cha- I'm going to say it was challenge level two. Yeah, you get negative fair. two to your roll to contain the goblin. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Feel free to call me out on that. Steve. No, it's, it, it's, you've made it up for we're one We're feeling our way through it. So many things. We're playtesting right now. Oh, oh, oh three, three. So you get two negatives. You got one success, and I will have said the challenge level would be two. Yeah. So you get a negative one to the challenge level. I think that's if I just sort so of keep down, them at like one, two, and then three for really hard for the yeah. first stages. Thanks. Great. The goblin bites you on the arm <laughs> as you go to pick him up, and he scrambles away. He he actually goes to run. I'm going to get uh, you both to make a reflex check, but because it's so unexpected, I'm going to say it is challenge level three reflex. Uh, Ignatius. Scores two successes. Ooh. He weaves through your legs and runs out of the building. And as you clamber upstairs, Madra is looking at you like, this isn't going well to start off with. Ignatius dashes upstairs and, and readies an arrow and fires an arrow to catch the trail of clothes behind the baby and to, like stop it and pin it to the ground, <laughs> doing it. 
You do. Okay. Fast, fast play. All right. Challenge. It's a ranged attack. You gotta hit the clothes. Yep. Challenge level four. Um, You're aiming for the clothes, not the child. Yeah. If you, yeah. I'm assuming it's in like a big like baby gown that it's like. It's got some around. baby gowns. <laughs> Challenge level four. He's he's scampering away, oh, so you and you're shooting. To fail. Okay. No, I'm just. I roll and I score Ooh, five successes. Yes! Every dice a success. You ride up to the top. You run up to the top and you. You fling an arrow from the top story and shoot and peg the child by the the ankle. Like his pants half get pulled down and he trips over face first in time for your companions to head out and gather up the... Go collect the child, go on. Madra's looking disconcerted but begrudgingly approving. (laughs) As you head out, you take the goblin child and off into the direction of the forest that Jeremy knows is its tribe. You head out into the forest, making your way through. Do you know, making a bit of a destiny roll here. You got a five. Oh, something doesn't seem all that good because you know that there has been a tenuous peace, at best, between the local goblin tribe that this goblin is from and your town. And there are more little traps that. Uh, that you would normally avoid than you would expect. In fact, I'm going to get you all to roll a perception check which will account for your navigation of the traps. Three successes. Challenge level two. Three successes for Ignatius. Two. Two successes for you, Bart. For Bart. And two successes, two successes. for So you all uh, navigate quite deftly, led by Ignatius, who's, who's quite reflexive as you navigate through the forest, but across one of the traps... Uh, I've... <laughs> You stumble in the forest across two people who seem to be doing the same thing. One of them, his name is Flynn, and the other, his name is Bori. And we know them from the town. Yeah, they're, they're actually in your class, and they were assigned the same assignment. Um, but minus the baby. Well... To keep peace with the goblin tribe, uh, and they, they've been a part of this, but I forgot to mention. Yes, okay. So, <laughs> so they're our friends. You said you were yeah, they're just they friends. were just sort of chilling out at the back yeah, of the class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like the cool guys. Bori's a bit of a he's a bit gruff. I don't even know what I'm doing here. He's he's part. This is his third trial. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's no. 21. Oh. He's not yet considered an adult. <laughs> um, but Flynn is very clever. And in fact, uh, Bart, you know him quite well because he spends as much time in the library as you, where you consider yourself much more interested in the scholarly things. He's a bit of an engineer. He likes piecing together um, mechanics and, and structures and stuff like that. So he does a lot of repairs in town. Uh, and he's got some of his kits of ropes and this and that. Um, and you come across them as... You notice, uh, everyone roll a perception check. Challenge level two. Ignatius scores two successes. One. Evale scores three. Okay. So everyone but Bart notices that um, Flynn is on the ground trying to undo uh, what seems to be a, you think might be a trap or some sort of casing there's like rope and she's somewhat tied up on the ground uh there is a girl who looks somewhat green skinned um quite young i'd say 16 15 16 um but you think that they're releasing a goblin that's been caught in a trap Uh, and uh you that worries you because you think that 
it might turn on you, you sense some aggression. It's very half noticed and you like start to panic. Mm. So how do you act? Flynn! Bar- well, Boris! You, did, you didn't notice. No? You failed what? the perception check, ah. right? No, he, they, he noticed it. that no, it's a goblin it's child. Ah. What um, did we notice? You both notice that, that it's a half-orc young girl. Oh, it's a half-orc young yeah. girl. Okay. So it's not a goblin. No. Are we fine with orcs? You're fine with orcs. Not half goblins, orcs. Though. You've got half elves. There's a half orc. Okay. You've seen them around, not often, right. to be honest. Go on, Bart. Sorry. What well, is it, Bori? Bar- Stand back. I don't know if there's another, another trap nearby. Says Flynn. What? What are you doing? I I don't understand. I'm just letting this. I, we came across her. I don't know if this is the oddest trial I've ever heard of even happening. How are you doing holding holding the the thing we're, that we're meant to take back. This is all getting very messy very quickly. Uh, who is holding? You, you. you think that uh, Flynn is uh, pulling out the last rope and this half-orc girl that you know is a half-orc girl, you think is a little goblin, <laughs> stands up. Uh, I'm going to uh, get you to roll the destiny roll. Bart gets a nine. Are we all rolling? Just Bart. Just Bart. Yep. Okay, I'm going to say you hold it together, but you feel just by just by how this initial reaction has gone, as you come to your senses and you realize, okay, no, this isn't a goblin. I know how this all works, but your impression of this person is a little stained, just in your heart. Yeah. You just feel like unnerved by what what this person come, comes who, across. Who is this, and what are they doing? It's Flynn I, says. He, she says her name is. What was it again? And he looks at her and she goes, Ta na. Uh. <laughs> what? Ta na. Hey. Ta na. What? Ta, what is nah. it doing here? I have no idea, says Flynn. Avail, do you speak orc? No. Oh. I don't. I don't think any of us do. Well, destiny roll. Who? <gasps> you hear distant drums. That's a very good roll. That was a very good roll for podcasters. Yes. Some drum sound. Um, you're nervous at first, but it was a very good roll, so I'm not going to get you to roll any perception or intelligence. But Bart notices that uh, this is an announcement drum more than any sort of challenge drum from this tribe. You know that they communicate through rhythm much more than language. They sort of smack things. And, and this is sort of like a... It's much more like, you know, we are coming, be ready but more for like a negotiation. Mm. And out of the scrub come these little goblins, one of which looks like an anxious mother goblin. And she looks forward, reaching. She's like, yeah, reaching forward for the child. Have you got the child? She gratefully takes the child and runs off into the forest and there are several other goblins, one of which bows on the ground and places a dead rabbit which has been skinned. Wow, that's really He's also wearing a fancy new headdress. Uh, happens to be made of rabbit skin, <laughs> which is quite, you, it's quite fetching. Um, so you receive your gift, gratefully. Your task has been completed. And there's uh, someone you in the group who, upon standing, doesn't seem all that like it was ready to head off with the goblins. Not, you're not sure how connected they are. But one thing you notice, in fact, everyone roll a perception check. This is challenge level, ooh, I'm going to say three or four. Depends what you get in terms of Eight. what I tell you. 
Ignatius scores three successes. Okay. This is a hard one. Uh, Ooh, two, three, no, three. Three, sorry, that's three for successes. For Evale. <laughs> Bart is very concerned with how well he handled the negotiations. <laughs> so he's, he's done. Like, Bart sort of, like, turned around and like, mm-hmm, yes, well, I did read on tribal negotiation tactics <laughs> yeah, recently. Yes. Meanwhile, Ignatius and Evale glance as the goblins head off into the scrub, a fairly large cylindrical structure semi semi emerged in the ground uh sort of looks like a big round rock that's the height of two people two grown full-grown people uh but very built around and you notice around it are built little goblin huts and houses um around this sort of giant stone um and that's the goblin tribe you've seen the goblin tribe which not many people have been able to be close enough to see but the tenuous piece it seems may be somewhat restored what are their houses made of I'm going to say sticks and straw. Okay. Ignatius. You could destiny roll for what you're Ignatius is. isn't stupid, but <laughs> he feels a strong desire to light them on fire, but then he represses the desire. Okay. Now, as He's you're... like, the goblins are all out of their houses, so this is a good time. Well, <laughs> as you're about to head back and turn to the town, to turn towards town, um, Bori and Flynn turn towards you. And Flynn says, we were contacted by, well... We were given another task of um, growth. And like he notices you both see that off in the distance, see that, and he notices the tribe at the same time. He says, I was spoken to by Braxius, the uh, brother of the mayor. He said that as a further trial to adulthood, if we can eradicate the local goblin tribe, we will be richly rewarded. I'm not sure what he was talking about, but... Um, he seemed to want to get rid of them for good. Now, you will know Braxius isn't a nice man. Mm. Uh, his brother is the mayor, mm. and he's a jealous type. But as the man who handles a lot of the ongoings of the town is much more of the things that go on and the peace that is kept, he's much more like the... handles the the people much more than his brother who tries to handle the finances and the external negotiations between the village and other trade routes and all this stuff. So you know this is probably not something that the mayor would like. Mm. And you know this is certainly something that Madra would not approve of. But there it is that you've been told by Flynn, who you have grown up with and trust, to be honest, that this uh, this is something he was told. He was told he should do if he really wants to show his steel and he presents this to you seems rather bothersome really <laughs> ignatius in a in a joking teen way um grabs his own crutch and says i feel like i'm man enough for one day already oh okay that did seem a little extreme to me too says flynn and as you're about to walk off he goes wait what do we do with this one and ta nah, stands up Look, you're looking very confused, but also quite malnourished um, and shocked. She's been there for over a day. Is she free from the trap? Yes. She looks at you and goes, Tana, pointing at her mouth. I Tana! A gesture to the rabbit. Say, come with us. Let's eat. What? You wanted to come with us? You're holding out the rabbit no. to her? No, I'm like gesturing to whoever's holding the rabbit. And oh, like, I'll come throw on, the rabbit. Do you offer her the rabbit? I, yeah. I gestured... Well, you're going to throw it at sure. her. Sure. 
Yeah. I'll throw it at her feet. She looks disgusted and shocked. She steps back, looks at you like, how could you do this? Like a, an mm. expression of like shock and repulsion and concern, but you can tell, like there's the maturity in her eyes. Obviously she can't communicate. Language is not seemingly her thing. But uh, you can tell she doesn't like the look of an animal looking like that. Can I roll to see if I know any information about this? I'm going to say your roles regarding Tana were so bad from the beginning that, no, you can't. Okay. You all head back to town. You're accompanied by a new companion yep. who's uh, Are looking we friends on... with the other boys, like good friends? Somewhat. Flynn, friends? you're more familiar with. Mm. Uh, Bori, who is, is very sort of... Meh. No uh, one really likes Bori. I'm establishing a team rapport with... The, like, I already have it, so I'm just saying Ignatius is like the arm over shoulder, like head ruffle, <laughs> like let's go back to town friends. Kind of like in the clique. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. You get back and there is calamity in the town all of a sudden. You arrive back to town and calamity seems to have kicked up. It's very odd. Uh, You see some smoke in the middle of town and you hear some clamoring and a few Wilhelm screams in the distance. (laughs) I knock an arrow. Everyone make a perception check. Four successes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, two successes. Two. All right. Ignatius notices dead center of town uh, that Braxius is standing, looking somewhat menacing, somewhat approving of the situation. Um, and you know, due to your perception and your conversations that you've had on the walk back with Flynn that he seems to have been plotting something of a coup. He doesn't like how his brother has been leading the town, and it seems like he chose a time in which some of the more capable young people in the village were meant to be away, and he was hoping, it seems, to have had them get somewhat distracted or consumed in busyness. To what scale of violence is occurring? It's a small town, but there are. Uh, it seems like he has, through his various manipulating and you know he sweet talks people and he bribes and he blackmails people like this is just something people know about Braxius but don't talk about because it will probably get back to him in this small Mm -hmm. town that um, yeah he's probably been working on this for a while and has been putting pieces together is it thuggery or outright like murder though Uh, it's looking like thuggery but it's heading towards violence I'm going to make a destiny roll. I'll keep stealing yours. It's going to very one. heavily determine what I do, that's all. Yeah, so destiny roll. Let's see in what direction it's leaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a very important destiny roll. This will determine a lot of future stuff. Okay. That was one. Six. It is looking like Braxius is gaining the upper hand. And you guys have been gone long enough that there haven't been a lot of capable people. Like, as... Overconfident as you all are, at the same time, you have been a problem, a thorn in Braxius's side. Fist fights or more? That's as you're watching, you see uh, fist fights. Mm-hmm. Um, at quite, quite brutal. Mm-hmm. There are going to be some broken bones, mm-hmm. not death yet. Okay, that is really iron fisting this, trying to put people in their place. And the upper hand is gained so much that uh, in everything you can tell, you don't have a lot of people who would fight on your side if you went in and fought up against And can against we see it. Madra? Madra hmm. um, is weeping. She's wailing at the side of the inn. 
Her heart is broken for the village that she has seen raised from seedlings of people's upbringing. And, uh, but she can't fight. It's mm-hmm. murder. Mm. So what do you do? I'm very a man tempted. approaches you, a soldier, a town soldier. You know him, you've known him all your lives. He's also been prone to being manipulated. And he goes like, Braxius has got this. He's been planning this for a while. And it's, it's time we uh, listen to a true leader. So what will it be, lads? You going to step in? Are you going to stay in line? Or are you going to cause any trouble? And he pats his sword. Um, I nod to Avale and say, have you got him? I've got him. And then I go, um, what's a coup without a leader? And just notch an arrow and shoot it straight at the leader. Braxius. Yep. Way. All right. I'm going to destiny roll for how the circumstances may or may not be favorable to your shot, yep. cool. upon which I'll decide the challenge level. Ooh. Three. He is far and far away from you. Mm-hmm. There is clamoring in between. And as soon as you draw your bow, the, the soldier, Geoff, mm-hmm. He's going to try and intervene. He's going to try and intervene, and there are a couple of people in between yep. you that have now, you've caught their attention. They were mid-beating up some farmers and mm-hmm. whoever who grabbed a torch and pitchfork, but uh, you grabbed their attention. This is challenge level, I'm going to say five. It's very, very, very hard. Make the shot anyway. Five to succeed. Okay. Exactly, to get exactly what you want, challenge level five. Ooh, ooh. I'm going to re-roll the ones that bounced out of the thing. So I got four Ooh. successes and I'll use a destiny to oh. make it five. You would have missed if the breeze that came along when it came along did not blow. Mm-hmm. And into the heart of Braxius goes your arrow. He falls to his knees and you turn to Geoff who looks at you. He says... Well, he wasn't that good of a leader anyway. Um, uh, and he looks panicked, and at his com- his comrades, and they hightail it and yep. run. Oh, they just they just off. they're gone. They're like they know there's no coming back from this. Hmm. Um, so, <laughs> congratulations, well done, great shot. You walk into town, a true victor. Well, the adults are here. Good you, shot, sir. <laughs> you all return, and. Uh, there are some more subdued festivities. There has to be festivities. This mm. is a yearly occurrence where people come into adulthood. This is one of the biggest celebrations of the town, but it is uh, highlighted by a somber tone. A couple of people have had their arms broken and several people have lost their very capable farmhands or employers. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been a, a good dozen quite well-connected people who have left town yeah. um, because they were part of instigating this and there are a, a few dozen more who have some serious ground to cover in terms of rebuilding relationships <laughs> and reputations Braxius is dead and no one mourns him so he has been taken off and carted off can himself. we burn him at the pyre uh, I'm going to destiny roll and say yes yeah. you can burn it's him at the pyre because he's part of the festivities it's not, r- not a rude thing but no. the, a proper funeral but I'm like yeah. we burn people yes I like you fire. get to burn you yeah, I like in the fact, fire because you rescued the town it's it, everyone is broken hearted at the end of the day Mayor Bernard lost his brother mm. so he's a little wounded that you did that but he knows why you did he's, mm. he's a real softy Mayor Bernard really sort of disconnected from reality but um, <laughs> you know obviously this happened uh, outside his knowing but anyways yes you have a, you have your 
somber festivities, you get to enjoy burning him at the stake. And well, no, I'm like a on a burial mound, not like on the stake. This isn't that <laughs> witchcraft. And five years pass. You all Whoa. level up. <laughs> you all level up. You all get an extra destiny point, and you all get to uh, spend. I'm going to give you two points throughout your characters, but no more than one in a single. Yeah, that's cool. Element. I think with a shot like that, I had to put another point in archery. Yeah, <laughs> it's obviously useful. Um, so you've all leveled up, uh, and the town it has slowly, over the next five years, reclaimed its identity as a peaceful village on the oh. brink of collapse, financially absolutely falling apart. And you have slowly, in the, in the next five years, seen Mayor Bernard fall apart, his heart broken at having lost his only brother, and also under some quite severe pressure externally, seemingly from a relative who happens to be a lord and his uncle. And he is not meeting the financial demands of the town. So much so that one fateful day, a messenger arrives, an elven messenger by the name of Elysia, arrives and announces that she must meet with the mayor and his chosen compatriots. I'm going to get you all to roll a destiny roll and tell me what your course of... A uh, pursual, uh, uh, having been retained in the town. For Nineteen for avail. Eighteen Ooh. for Bart. So this is what we've been up to. This is this is this is how well it goes for your goals. <laughs> Three <laughs> That's for Ignatius. Abstract concept. It makes okay. sense. So avail and Bart, uh, you have both been uh, given avail uh, in particular. You have become now in charge of the town militia. So you uh, have been moving towards your goal of becoming becoming a military person. Yes. And Bart, uh, now that you are the right-hand scholar of the mayor, you have access to documents and books from nearby villages and things like that, uh, which is quite helpful. So I'm going to both, uh, on your great roles, award you... I'm going to give you a, a commerce point, Jeremy, Bart, uh, and Evale... I'm going to give you a point in your melee combat. Beautiful. I like that. Um, now Ignatius. it's so suitable because, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for the Holy Grail, effectively, and it's just like, wow, you're really going to find that staying in your podunk hometown. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you're all feeling a little too big for this place by this point, anyway. But to be honest, you would have left a long time ago if it weren't for the fact that you feel like you had to help because no one was here to help. Yeah. And uh, Mayor Bernard had begged you to stay. Some of you had begged to leave. So we gave promotions to the more capable of you and gave Ignatius uh, jobs and connections where possible, but very begrudgingly. There's a part of him that seems genuinely wounded at the fact that you killed his brother (laughs) and seemed to have a glint of happiness in your eye as you burned him at the stake that he never forgot. So it's... uh, it's about the fire, not the murder, though. That's the part, <laughs> yeah. that's the part they don't get. So uh, you have all been gathered together as Alicia uh, has demanded to speak with the, the relevant people, but she doesn't seem to trust Mayor Bernard. And she says uh, to the group at large, it's all of you, and Flynn is there. And I should say, I'm going to roll for Flynn and... Uh, Sorry? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll for Flynn and Tana. Destiny, oh, destiny roll for Flynn and Tana, who have both remained in the village. Uh, what about Flynn? Big Bory. Bory. I'll roll for Bory too. Flynn, so Flynn has been keeping uh, Bart a lot of company. Um, and in fact, you've become quite the power team. Uh, Flynn and Bart. 
uh, Flynn, the engineer mechanist, who can use a bit of real-world application, and you've realised he can fill in some of your knowledge gaps, uh, and you, the more learned scholarly type. Um, so that's that's Flynn. This is Bori, seventeen. He's your right hand guardsman. He's really nice. dumb. He is thick as a brick. He's he passed his journey into manhood though, so he's been allowed to have profession and you know progress or whatever. Um, and as dumb as he is, if you say tie someone up or if you say mm. go grab that boar, he'll do it. <laughs> he's more capable of just like dumb as a brick but tough as a brick yeah. stuff. Nice. And then Tana. I'm glad I'm not the only one with failure to thrive. So Tana Tana rolled seven. So she has meagerly gained some language skills in the interim. Uh, She has somewhat attached herself quite a lot to you guys as her rescuers um, and is very fond in particular of, I'm going to say, Evail. She looks to you as a protector. She identifies with you as a girl mm-hmm. and and now woman and doesn't like Bart, who doesn't like her, and is wary of Ignatius. And I think um, I'd probably just say men a little bit. Sure. Um, so, yeah, she. You, you, I don't know if you like her or not. That's up to you. But she uh, she slightly hero worships you with Ale. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, she isn't all that skilled. Mm-hmm. Uh except that she has shown some proficiency in a bit of nature magic, which has been pretty useful sometimes. A little bit of healing and growthy stuff, which is cool. Um, but otherwise, very bad speaking skills and social cues and all that stuff. Cool. So you're in this meeting, and Alicia says, Your town has a debt to pay, and you have been chosen as a council to resolve this. It must be done immediately by order of Lord Malthus, your uncle. She nods at Mayor Bernard. He expects to be sent six capable souls to pay off the debt with some t- with a task that he has required. So he looks at the room at large and she says, "I, uh, I gather you're the capable souls." <laughs> she sort of scoffs. Are we is it nighttime, daytime? It's it's afternoon. Yeah, are we inside? Yes, you're in the mayor's. Is, home. is it lit by torchlight? Yes. Okay. Ignatius, uh, given that he's kind of, I'm going from the like kid in, in small town who he, he's grown too big for the town, but there was nowhere for him to go. Yep. Whereas you guys had places to go. Mm. He's just like So I'm just like actually staring at the fireplace and paying basically no attention. Bernard looks at you all and says I know I beg you to stay, but I'm afraid to say I need you to go because I don't have anyone else to help me pay off this debt and I've been struggling to keep this town alive. What do you say? And he looks very clearly at six people in front of him that he's gathered there. One, two, three. So Bart, Evale, Ignatius, Bori and Flynn and Tana, who is included by virtue of having followed Evale everywhere around and actually been pretty useful in the healing department because Madra has fallen too ill to mm. ki- continue the caretaker role. But she had um, been assisted by Tana over the last five years, who has learnt a little bit of that healing magic from her. Does that mean she's going to die if she leaves? 
Um, no, no, as in assisted uh, as a caretaker. Oh, okay. So where Madra was the healer of the town, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was a little too feeble to do it all by herself, mm-hmm. and she still sort of is, but there's not a lot of people left in the town, mm-hmm. and most of the people by this point are pretty healthy anyway, so it's not that problem, that much of a problem for Tana to join. So that, that, is, that is it. what it is, because the messenger arrived with a wagon, and you all, I am hoping, agree to get in the way. <laughs> no, you're the one who makes the decisions, Avail. It's the capable people you're looking for. You've been looking no further. All right. Um, yes. You're okay with that part? Yes, Flynn. well, you know, they won't get, they won't survive without me. I may as well go. <laughs> all right. Great. Get in the wagon. Travel goes oh. poorly. It rains the whole time. You all need to burn a destiny point because it required that to simply stay alive. Your rations ran low and it was a four-month journey. Uh, it took... Uh, do you know what? I am going to get each of you to roll a strength check or an attack roll. That is your choice. Or a perception. Strength, attack, or perception. You can choose your best, but the challenge level is four. I choose my combat. Is this like hunting so and gathering? Combat. Yeah, it's, it's like how you fared. That's so combat, this is right? your combat, your challenge level four, Oof. you fail. I rolled three successes. Yep. Magic is combat? Uh, yes. Yep, you can roll magic You can pick combat. whatever the best um, outcome yeah, I think is going to be. Um, I'm going to roll melee, which is seven dice. You succeed four with four successes. Four, yep. That juicy free point. Uh, All right, you fail. So uh, Bart and Ignatius, I'm going to say, uh, have received wounds on the journey. Ignatius, in your attempt to hunt down a deer one afternoon, Mm. you... uh, Is it related to how much we failed by? How much did you fail? I got three successes out of four. Yeah, you sprained your leg. Okay. So uh, you weren't great at hunting, which is why you're all a bit famished by the time you get to the city. Uh, and Bart, how much did you fail by? I got two successes. Out of four. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say you tried to use... What type of magic would you say Bart tends towards learning? Um, yeah, I was trying to light fire. Okay, you were trying yeah. to light a fire and it backfired. <laughs> he got there was like... You, you happen to all have also been recently like oiling swords and <laughs> yeah, so, like, so yeah, you're covered like, oh, in oil and as street smart as you are you forgot to connect the fact that you're working with something flammable and then I'm going to light a fire with magic so everyone had to put you out but you uh, you arrived <laughs> to the city with burn marks <laughs> along your arms yep. and severely dejected um, you otherwise look like me now. <laughs> yeah. and Ignatius didn't lift a finger to help All right. of course not I so you watched. arrive to Lord Malthus. He is tall. He dares to wear a crown when no one who would report to the king is looking. But he he likes to people to know he's in charge. He wears a lot of finery. He's quite large. On the on the is it King George the big one? Mm. He's on the robust side. And Lord Malthus expects you to do what he commands, so he doesn't seem very compromising. I expect you to repay your mayor's debts, he says, spitting, by quelling the rebellion in the mines by any means necessary. He gives you the location of the mines where there has been some kerfuffle. The people, you assume, aren't very happy with their level of 
treatment and compensation. But Lord Malthus does not care. You will bring back a the news of a working force or no force at all. I don't care. I'm sick of these ingrates. Do what you have to, but pay back that debt. What do they mine? Uh, copper. Okay. So off to the copper mines you go. Uh, you were let's let's condense this one with a mm-hmm. destiny roll. What, what do you all decide uh, you were going to do? We'll keep we'll like you'll get there and there'll be negotiation and stuff. So let's give hmm. give me your uh, what's what's your goal, your aim. Is anyone good at? Are they like, in the mines or are they in like the camp around the mines? They're in the mines. You actually they're have to head into the mines okay, where they're cool, working. Cool. There's camps. It's quite deep in there, so there's they sort of like live in there a bit. Well, it'd be nice to kind of see their living. Like it's awful. It is, is awful. Really, really, it's bad. really bad. It's really unpleasant. You can tell like there's like not a lot of oxygen down here. It's friggin' hot. Like really hot. So deep down in the ground, and they're working and sweating all day. They barely get any food. But you get there, and they're. A, Aggressive because they know you were sent by Lord Malthus, who's uncaring, and he, he they expect you're either going to kill him or force him to work more, and they're not going to work more. So you're going to try and convince him. You're going to. I'm going to let deal you, with him. Uh, Ignatius is going to suggest that you guys sort this out, and if your negotiation, assuming you're planning on negotiating, if your negotiations fail. I plan on putting a whole bunch of flammable material down there, lighting it on fire, <laughs> and having the oxygen eat all uh, ox- the fire eat all the oxygen, and they all just suffocate. Oh, oof, Ignatius! That's my that's my backup plan. <laughs> but I let you guys. All I right. limp along and let you guys. I reckon we persuade them that mm. something may occur. Bori goes, yeah, let's persuade them, eh? Oh wait, no, that's why he won. No, yeah, you go. You handle the con- convincing stuff. I reckon we persuade mm. them that. Something may occur if they don't. Tanner goes, If peace maintained, they will respect man. Well said. Yes. She looks very proud of herself. She always wants peace. Yeah. So you're going to, you head down. Are you the, are you going to go down as the, uh, the ambassador? I haven't decided. Should you as roll a, off as to whether it's a fail or bar? Is this a, is this a should be me. military is negotiation it, or scholar negotiation? Take your well, pick. Well, it's you have I three seconds of, to decide. I feel bad for them. You should you do should it. Do it. Okay. All right, you're doing a bar. It's a quick campaign. So. It's a quick campaign. You're going to roll a, pers- a persuasion check. Challenge level four. How many dice do you have? Six. Yeah. <laughs> you could use a destiny point to give yourself an advantage. You haven't been using many, so... It's currently yeah. statistically irrelevant. Up to you. Did you burn one? Can't. You didn't say anything. Did you burn it? Yeah. You have to say it before. Oh, no, 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 sorry. you have to... But you were going to? Yeah, I was going to. So that means the threes are successes. Look. So one, two, three, four, five. You succeeded. Congratulations. Oh. So by the skin of your teeth, I think it's just the fact that you're... Um, <laughs> you go in there roaring with confidence... And what is your attack with the negotiation? Give us a bit of a brief overview. Uh, is the well, who am I talking to? Well, you is don't have the, to just like tell me like what you would have gone in and uh, well, said to the very rough gang of miners who are looking unconvincedable. Unconvincedable. Well, good people, I say, Lord, what's his name? I don't even know. Malthus. Yes, that guy. You're not here for Lord Malthus. Oh, uh, well, he that told... That bastard could go right in his fucking castle. 
Well, he told me to tell you that good things are coming. Well, he could come here and tell me himself if well, he's man enough to he, tell us what to as do. As long as you keep doing what you uh, have been asked to do, he will be doing that very soon. <laughs> so you basically convince oh. them by lying to them about reward in the future. Hmm. Oh, well, that sounds promising. Uh, all right. <laughs> You can, they're expecting some. They're expecting compensation. From in their eyes, you have gone down there and convinced them that they will be paid, which they have been. That's, that was what they were bargaining for. Cool. So they look begrudging, but they pick up their pickaxes <laughs> and they get back to work. And you walk away, and Tana goes, "Well done." And Flynn uh, said, "Well, look, I offered to build a contraption to help their mining do better, but you know, it's still no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he did, but he didn't say it very loud, and no one listens to Flynn because he's <laughs> too long. Let's, let's he always has here's these big ideas of contraptions that never really work, <laughs> so Rube no Goldberg, one actually pays Rube attention. Goldberg machine. You return to Lord Malthus, who's looking rather impressed. He says, "I have received the." latest notification that the next shipment of copper will be on time. Well done. The, uh, the debt of Braxius is... Oh, sorry, the debt, the debt of my nephew, Lord Malthius, is repaid. But there is one last debt that will take a bit longer to repay. The death of Braxius, my nephew. I hear that was you, boy. And he turns on Ignatius. He was simply working under my command to make sense of that silly little town. And you were all going to pay off the greater debt. You were captive for the next five years. <laughs> yes! All right. Do you oh <laughs> do you work in the mines? No. In the arenas? In the library? Or in the military? Do we get a choice? You get it? Well, do you know what? Or is it together? Do you know what? Roll a destiny roll. You get to tell me what you want, and then I'll get to tell you what you get. <laughs> so right, so we want before we roll? Or before you roll, tell me what you want. Library. You are sent... It's not bad <laughs> enough to go to the mines. <laughs> you, you work in the library, but it's not the kind of work you wanted. Like you, I mean, it's a five-year debt you have to. You're, yeah. you're captured for five years. You are all now in your late twenties. Mm. And uh, by the way, you do level up, so you get a destiny point, and you can get two skill you're points. Do the same thing. But depending on the destiny time. roll, do you know what? You get one skill point, Bart. So don't use skill points yet until you make your roll. Okay. So you get one skill point that you can spend anywhere except for intelligence. Um, okay. Because you, it is not stimulating librarian work. In fact, you. Uh, yeah, you ha you haven't made much progress. You can't spend it in magic or intelligence, uh, but you perception. can spend it elsewhere. You spend it in perception. Great. Okay, uh, Ivail, where do you want to serve? Military. In the military. You serve in the military. Hell yeah. I'm you actually climb in rank. It's uh, you would have picked it. <laughs> you uh, it doesn't feel all that much like servitude. So lucky, lucky you. <laughs> um, and you've actually got a bit of a reputation. And where previously Lord Malthus was. Very, very stern and against you all. Very biased, especially against the scum in that little off-water village that killed his little precious nephew. Who It was a bastard. It was a bastard nephew, but mm. it was his nephew. No one has a right to kill his nephew. Ignatius, <laughs> what do you want? What's the arena? Make a destiny roll and you get negative two on your result unless it's a 20. 
Like, what's what's the arena? It's it's like a coliseum. But is it like fighting in it, or is it? It's like your. Nah, I'm you, arranged. I'm going to go army as well, military. Like okay, a that's what or you something. want. Yep. Ten minus two, eight. You're sent to the arenas. Okay. <laughs> uh, basically, look, you're all somewhat protected as you're not like the worst of the the. The creatures or slaves that the mm-hmm. people in the city have the bias against. You're more like the pre-show entertainment, but you cop a beating a lot. Um, I'm going to say, Vale, you get two skill points to spend, um, and you can spend them in one place. That is due to your great role and your very decisive uh, direction. Uh, Ignatius, you get one point to spend, mm-hmm. and you have to have a very significant wound in a in a fairly impactful physical place on your body um, that you should decide very quickly. Um, I'm going to put the point into something that isn't helpful for me or I wouldn't use. I'm going to say the point goes in melee because that makes sense. It does make sense. I've been forced to do it. Yeah. You've got three seconds. A serious injury. Yeah. Uh, I'm going uh, visible like scars. Oh, scars! Yeah, so it's not like an. It doesn't have to be thing. like a, yeah, loss of limb or anything. It wasn't that bad a roll, yeah. but um, some disfigurement. I'm going pick. to say that Ignatius um, lost an ear. Great, the full Ooh, ear, perfect. And now he grows his hair like long, so it hides it. Yeah, you've also got ashamed. reasonable scourge. Yeah, but that's the most obvious thing mm. that you also uh, got. You got the nickname. Eerie. No ears. <laughs> no ears. <laughs> no ears. <laughs> cool. <laughs> sure. Great. They're not very clever people in the in. The, mm-hmm. They're not the cream of the crop. I'll blame it on that. So, uh, something very significant has. Oh, actually, I'll let me roll for our, our friends. So, uh, Bori is dead. What are you all about? Bori has died. He was sent into the mines. He's not. He he tried to, but they're very bad working conditions. He got a two. Bori died somewhere within the last five years. Are we aware of this? Uh, You you are Bart. You will have heard in in the news. Evale and Ignatius, you you wouldn't have known. But Bart, you will have been notified because part of your job in the library is archive the records and the deaths. (laughs) All right, Flynn. Flynn! Flynn is working in the library. You wish you could work with Flynn. And you try you have some messaging things with Flynn, you like keep in touch. You like beg for the dregs of like any archival papers that he but he's not there's strict, strict instructions. But he's become the head chief uh architect of the city. Yeah, so he's done something that's raised him like yeah, he's got one attention. of his inventions mm. worked and it was the mine one. But it unfortunately requires a bit of intelligence to man. <laughs> Bori died. <laughs> Bori died manning the machine <laughs> used in the mines. Uh, but Flynn invented it. He, he's very sad about that. <laughs> Bori was his good childhood friend and he mourns every day and he knows the impact that big machines and weapons. And did he get buried in a cave-in? <laughs> he totally did a bury. Um, so uh, that's them. And then Tana, 12. She has developed somewhat uh, her language skills. She has worked in the library as well uh, around you. And I'm going to say your bias has still been quite against her, because especially because even though you're the smart one, she works closer to the books. She, like, does the... Puts the books in the shelves and, like, has figured out, like... 
Her language skills are far more normal now, but she has to put them uh, away and the numbers and the things have to just match. And sometimes she explains it to you in a way that is a little like she pities you for not understanding enough to be able to do that job. Um, (laughs) So that is where where we're at. But something has happened recently. There has been uh, a bit of a battle from the recent town of Faris, there were the rebellion really picked up, and uh, Lord Malthus's leadership has certainly preceded him as far as his stinky reputation, and he was assassinated by one who was a part of the rebellion. So the town, the city, I should say, that I never said. The city of Aromark, which you all know, you've been in Aromark for five years now, and I definitely should have mentioned earlier. Uh, you all are now preparing for war. There is a conscript, oh, is it conscript? Mm. Where, called, mm. where uh, you all happen to have lucked into the first lucky dip. Uh, well, and you probably are just in there. Vale is uh, actually like managing Ah, maybe you picked us back out of our yeah, shitty situation. Yeah, like you know, like it's been a long time, and you you think, I wonder what those guys are up to. Yeah. Let's get uh, Bori. Oh, <laughs> no more. Can't get Bori. All right, let's get <laughs> Bart, Ignatius, Tana, and Flynn. And yeah, you gather them all together uh, because you see this is I'm assuming a chance to sort of better their situations a little bit because you know you were very fortunately done by. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to roll to see how much power you have in this sort of situation. Mm-hmm. This is Destiny Roll. You've got seven. So you can't pull the strings. You're not at the highest tier. Mm-hmm. But you can pull things together and you can debate, negotiate where you need to. <clears throat> but your higher up, Captain Regan, has been a military officer for a long time. He sees your talent. He understands you're skilled in battle, but you don't have the leadership or fortitude required to lead an army. So he will take you under his wing and show you in time, but now is not the time. Now is the time for war, so gather what we must to quench, to quell this rebellion. But in the meantime, uh, Bart, you had noticed as you gather uh, with the group that Tana actually never adhered to the call. She never came along with with the group. She disappeared as soon as all all this happened. Not the healer. No, she's gone. (laughs) So you were all presented to by Captain Regan, uh, filled in amongst... A hundred other soldiers um, that we in this battle against Fries face a more fearsome foe than you might expect. They are a small fledgling town, but they are gathered with to they are gathered together with many of the tribes and many of the barbarians, filth out in the forests and in the trees and caves, to try and topple this great city. We will put a stop to this all at once. We will burn their forests and towns. And uh, as he says that word, burn, Ignatius feels a shiver run down his spine. As, uh, But he, uh, it was said on his right side, so he heard it. Fortunately, that's how he you, felt a shiver. He's still here without an ear. Well, you know, yeah, it's but it's a little skew if. Yeah. So it was, you know, he caught wind of it easily, which was fortunate. In the meantime... The next evening, where you're all bunked together, actually in a tent and having your reunion, you're approached in the tent. The door sneaks open and there is a very small group of people led by Tana. He says, it's time. It's time to run. We must go join the rebellion. 
this great city which has treated us all with such disdain and, and hurt us and hurt the beautiful creatures and the people who work. We can, we can save we can save lives and souls and bring happiness and joy once again. Come, join me. I am the leader of a group known as the Shank, and we have access to the city, and we can topple from the inside. She looks more um, fearsome than you remember Tana being capable of. And actually, the group accompanying her, there are two people, hooded, um, and, and they seem to be wearing some sort of vines and sort of like nature looking things. She looks at you expectantly. What will it be, friends? Does a veil say anything? Military avail? I say, uh, if I am in a difficult position, negotiate with You my are husband. in the right position. You are in the position to make all the difference. She whispers pleadingly, tears I, in her eyes. I want to talk tactics with her. Like, how big's her army? What is she going to do? What is her plan? Do I, am I convinced that it's a decent plan? Or does it sound like it's going to fail? It doesn't seem like a... a Impossible plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, just by opening up your ears to this, you are conspiring. So this yeah, is yeah, a problem. Yeah. And Flynn, I'm going to roll for what Flynn does because he's not interested in this or it's not too much to your disadvantage. That was a destiny roll of 12. But he storms out. He's insulted that you guys are listening to it. He says, I won't have anything to do with this. I grab him. I won't. What do you... T- no, you try and grab him. I try him. and grab him. You will roll reflex challenge level three. When he tries to grab him, I'll step in as well. Uh, I get five successes. Oof. You grab him. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Let go of Flynn, me. What are you doing? Flynn. Conspiring. The city, which has given us so much. So much? <laughs> it's given you so much. What has it done for the rest of we us? Can, we can pick people up. We can change this. If we recapture oh. and build this... What are we going to do? Start from the trees up? This is ridiculous. Oh. You're talking about joining with barbarians. Are we joining and as with you, them? And as he says that, um, the tears that have been building up in Tana's eyes start falling, and, and you can tell that there is, there is she will never forgive him for saying that. Uh, you guys look like you're leaning in one way or the other. I turn to Flynn and say, um, does Bori's death mean nothing to you? <laughs> Bori. Flynn says, that, was, that wasn't the city, that was me, but I've been working on machines, things that can turn the tides. I know they will. These people don't stand a chance. You either choose to rebuild... Or you side with the city? I side with the city. I have built this city ready for a great new age. We are that new age. Then it loses a fantastic inventor. And I slit his throat. Unless someone- Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Just dagger out. Okay. Uh, I'm destiny rolling. So you will definitely I'm succeed in yep. slitting his throat in the middle of the if night. No one You've already me. grabbed if him. No one stops me. Well, no. you, you, they wouldn't be able to stop you if that's what so you decide to do. So he chose to side with the city. So destiny roll how that goes. Six. Um, I'll play that out later. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, it seems like you have chosen your alliance. And he and um, I look back at you. I'm assuming you're looking shocked. If he opened his mouth, we were all dead. This is Tana looks at you. You've won her over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she nods, says, All right. Is it all of us then? Shall we Shall we es- escape into the night? Put the hand out and do it. 
No, Tana. Three musketeers. It is all of you. I have fires to light. Ah, that is one of the things I wanted to tell you. But I needed to make sure you were all on my side. Now it seems clear that you are. We have a dragon. <laughs> so, oh, by the way, Ignatius seems we, like if being we the attack from without him. If we attack from without and within, we can topple this city, and it will be the land of the people, of the creatures, of nature, of us. Let's see it burn them. So who wants to head out into the wilderness with the barbarians and the tribes and the town folk? And who wants to hold up in the city? Because the only defense against the dragons are the machines that Flynn has built. I want to burn them all. So you're staying. I'll stay and burn. You're staying. Sabotage. You're staying to sabotage. What I do you do? Stay to keep the coup. You veil stays to keep the coup, but no, nah, I can't go with them. I don't really like her too much. <laughs> it's like, you get you. I mean, we're playing a whole campaign. Yeah, people evolve. You can decide. Yeah, that was a tainted yeah, like. Yeah. You know, you didn't like her through the library, but she's shown her metal, and it more depends on. I'm going to say, make a decision based on where your allegiance to uh, the plan would be. Yeah, I feel like I'd be more useful in the city. Okay. I'm going to yeah. change. I'm actually going to go with her and help her lead them to victory. Okay. Mm. So we veil. She's a captain. Oh, and, and, and Tana's like, yes, I knew I knew you would come. We need a leader, mm. she says to Avail. And that prick said you weren't good enough to lead yet. <laughs> I'll show him. We have an army ready Are for you your command. Confident? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can lead an army to victory. Fuck you. <laughs> so you all leave the camp. Mm-hmm. To, uh, two of you in the direction of the castle, where you are going to have to infiltrate to the inner sanctums to uh, f- break it all apart. Meanwhile, Ivail and Tana head out to the forest and the barbarian tribes. Let's uh, let's roll for how this next endeavour is going to go. <laughs> destiny roll. I'm going to get you each to do a destiny roll. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start off with Bart and Ignatius. I'm going to get you to both roll at the same time. And Ignatius, uh, I'm going to look disfavourably upon it because you didn't get a great roll in <gasps> the slitting throat moment. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that yeah. goes. So Three, two, one. Oh, that was almost a one, man. That was almost a one. Nineteen and a fourteen. That's a pretty damn good roll. As you were heading out of your tent, Mm. you come across um, one of the more weak-minded, nervous Mm. combatants who would come to ask for directions to somewhere because the captain was in there, and and Evale and Tana had already left. So, meanwhile, Ignatius and Bart had been uh, figuring out where to enter into the castle, uh, and Ignatius obviously knows a bit more about that. And as you go to leave, there's a corpse on the floor, and there's a stammering person who's... You turn around, it's just like at the tent door. Uh, what do you decide your characters would do in that situation? If I want to lead to the infiltration goes really well, but you want it to be darker or disfavourable, then I'm just going to say... It- it's favourable... So I just want to know what you decide to do in this moment. If he looks like he's going to squeal, I kill him instantly. If he looks like we can completely make him do All right, roll a perception check. If he looks like we can bend him, then I'll (laughs) bend him. Perception check, challenge level three. Uh, Uh Two successes. I'll spend a destiny. Spend a destiny point. Okay. That's what they're for. Three successes. Urine was flowing down his legs and you he looked like he would have squealed then and there if you didn't put your hand right over his mouth and promise him uh, to live 
if he just leave and join the tribes, but you know... Or lead us into it, the castle or whatever. Or... Whatever's going to be more yes, useful. Yeah. That one, because you rolled well for infiltration, mm. and this happens to be the guy who's asking for directions in the camp because he was conscripted and doesn't know all that stuff, but he's a bit of a noble person. Uh, so he, he shows you through the more rear noble area of the thing and, and leads you into the castle. Um, and you know you're heading towards the engineering sanctum where machines have been built. Uh, and in fact, Bart, you will have caught wind of this because you will have uh, seen Flynn archive them and he will have told you excitedly about, about some plans when he was able to, which was not often. In the meanwhile, we cut to Evale and, uh, and Tana. Let's roll. Oh, wait. Yeah, let's ro- I'll roll to see what army you've got to work with. It's ragtag group. I rolled a nine. Oh, uh, the average. <laughs> much, much more barbarians and forest robbers and people who have been forced to be rough and tumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, some townspeople, some random fey creatures and all this stuff. But there is a dragon. Not a big dragon. Sort of a not too recently hatched dragon. But it turns out that that big domed shape that was in the forest was the egg of the dragon. Oh. And you had had to Good travel We didn't out. burn down the goblins. Yeah, well, luckily. Well, you, and you're travelling on horseback and it was much more like, you know, in your caravan and you head directly there. It does take, uh, you know, I'm going to say a week. Um, in the meantime, uh, Ignatius and Bart will have had to be reasonably in hiding to try and worm their way in, but also like find the right time to strike um, because it has to be on the precipice of battle otherwise there's time to re-prepare so uh, you've got your army and there is a small dragon do you want to lead the army or ride the dragon you ride the dragon (laughs) wait uh, I'm going to roll off with you because uh, Tana wants the same thing but she's going to have to work for it yeah alright roll she got two you got five you get the dragon hell yeah but Tana uh did uh, sort of help uh, raise it? Or? I wouldn't say help raise it because she was sort of trapped in the castle or whatever, but she had been uh, secretly conspiring with these tribes and helping them and, and teaching some of her nature magic and stuff to help them understand how to feed and help this dragon live and communicate with it. She mm. she gets there, meets the dragon for the first time, but it's like they're kindred spirits and she introduces you and they both learn with the dragon how to ride it. Uh, let's. I'm going to... Destiny roll how rideable the dragon is and how well at riding dragons Evale does. 11. You're going to have to make a strength check every time you manoeuvre the dragon, sure. but this is all going to happen very fast and very <laughs> very rough. I love uh, that you're like, I'm going to command the army. Everyone levels up, you get one destiny point and you get one skill point to spend anywhere you want. Now, Ignatius and Bart and Felmir. And Felmir. <laughs> Yes. So he's shown you into the noble quarters. He's actually given you his room, which he's stayed out of, and he's been sort of liaising with you secretly, trying to help find the right time to strike. He's given you a couple of keys to the place. I'm going to come. I'm going to roll. Uh, in fact, do you know what? Infiltration is intelligence. You're going to both have to make an intelligence check. Actually, no. One of you makes an intelligence check. The other can assist if they want. Um, can I do? Can you do the smarts and me do the sneaks? Hmm. Like. Smarts first, sneak second. Okay. I don't want to do the smarts. I'm letting yeah, you lead the way. The Challenge level f- three. Yes! yes. Oh, well done. Critically Wicked success. You successes. know exactly the time to strike. Uh, and it's not even going to have to be all that sneaky now. So you roll your sneak check, but it's challenge level two. What sneakies? Uh, it will be reflex. That's what I wanted. Uh, oh, I get four successes. Smashed it. You enter the room full of catapults and 
and uh, what are those ballista, ballista arrow yep. things? Uh, there's like ten of each mm-hmm. in a room lit by torchlight. Is it now the like time unmanned of the except for one man that uh, walked off to change guard and there's someone who's probably going to be back in five minutes mm-hmm. which your things your actions were timed perfectly but at the other end of the room the other entrance and exit there is a man who turns to you and says hey are you not Gav he gets an arrow go for it uh, he's at the end of a long room and I'm going to say it's your check against his check uh, we'll see generic how this goes guard. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to destiny roll to see how difficult this is. Challenge uh, so Fairly five difficult. for the destiny roll, so that's difficult for you. So challenge level, I'm going to say five. Uh, five successes. Oh, no. I'm a very in good the heart, <laughs> arrow to the heart. You're in an empty room. You have five minutes and torches. Is there anything other than torches that's flammable? I got my magic. Like peat and stuff? Do they light the ends of them on fire? Yeah, that's a good question. Seven yes, yes, there are barrels of gunpowder. Yep. <laughs> I spread that the hell out. Yep. And get ready to burn this baby. Okay, cool. I'm uh, going to suggest... No, I'm going to light it with a flaming arrow. I'm going to get you to light the end of my flaming arrow with magic and I'm going to shoot it. Teamwork. And you're like, you do the slow motion walk out of the room. Um, but but maybe maybe Ignatius is like walking backwards. <laughs> yeah, to like staring at slow the motion backwards walk. And his eyes, like, and through the tunnel of this door, uh, the imp- impact of the flame slams the steel door shut just as you've seen the whole thing. And then the structure you're noticing is not doing all that well. So you're going to have to roll a reflex check to see how fast you can get the hell out of there. Uh, challenge level three. Ignatius gets two successes and destinies at one success. Okay. Jeremy. I use my destiny every level. Plus uh, destiny. Trips over. Oh, no. Okay. And catches himself, especially with the help of Ignatius. And they clamber out as the, the wing, the tower of the castle crumbles in flames in the middle of the night on the eve of battle. Mm-hmm. And as the dawn of that battle, right, the sun rises. There's a dragon seen in the sky heading towards the castle. Roll a strength check. Evail to see how this goes. Mm. I'm going to say challenge level three. Yeah, three. Three. Yeah. Jeez, she's been pumping okay. her strength up every level. Have a feeling. Okay, uh, I'm going to roll for the arm, the barbarian army. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I'm going to roll two dice. Uh, per- give me red one. Red is city army. Purple is barbarian army. And uh, city army gets no bonus because things have been skewed in your favor. <gasps> Ooh, we smashed Purple's them? barbarian army. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah so, so barbarian army. Uh, <laughs> the conscripts, as you have started to gather, and this is one of the reasons you were most confident in heading into Tana's plan, is that uh, it's mostly like sort of shopkeepers and noble people <laughs> and everyone who could hold a sword, but not many people who could use one. And the but the barbarian army, the the townspeople, they're still like villagers. They're like they're not all like barbarians, but they have joined forces with forest robbers and some random like even some. Do you see occasional trolls and like some fey creatures? They've all banded together to fight for the. the the true piece of the kingdom that has been held away from them. And it's a slaughter. They brutally make their way through. They are a peace-wanting people, but they do carve their way straight through to the castle and most of the city warriors, quote-unquote, 
are running away. Now it's time to roll the dragon. I would have an opposing roll, but you guys Blew got rid up. of the <laughs> opposing roll. So this is a destiny roll for the dragon. Yeah, strength check how yeah. you're flying. So that was to get here. So strength check, challenge level. I'm going to say it's in combat, so challenge level four. You can do it, Avail. Four successes. Four successes. You successfully ride the dragon, who... Six. It's moderately burning. Moderate, <laughs> moderately burning. Pretty young, pretty fresh and new to battle. Um, and I would I'd say isn't as helpful as the the common folk, which looks, is quite poetic. It looks cool. That it, you didn't need a dragon to win the war. But the dragon's pretty freaking cool. <laughs> and you blow some flames and the, the biggest impact the dragon has is actually less about combat, more about morale. Mm. The banners of Lord Malthius are burning all up the castle and Vale lands on the dragon's back at the helm of the castle, looking over the battle, seeing Tana looking up, hopefully, with the tears in her eyes at the Vale she always looked up to. Nodding gratefully that you led them to victory. Meanwhile, Ignatius and Bart step out into the dawn of a new age for the town of Aramark, now reclaimed by the common folk and the creatures around it. That is the tale, the journey that we have been on for season one of this rapid roleplay episode because we still have three alive characters and a couple cool NPCs. Yeah. Speaking of cool NPCs, who would you guess was the... Patron. There was a patron carrier. There was a patron carrier. It was Tana. It was Tana. Oh, yeah. It was Tana. It was the most. I didn't think about it because I didn't realize we had one, but it was the most like D and D character in a world that wasn't D and D. Like the idea of a half orc was yeah. very like, huh? But that cool. was awesome. That was Tana awesome. was great and led the city to rebellion. Ta- Tana yeah. was co-written with me by Tanya. <laughs> so awesome. it's just one of those cool ways. How, like you, that's how that works. Is the the patron perk where you get to make an NPC. We sort of work together to fit that in the story, and that was a really fun way to like do a lot in a short period of time. Speaking of which, we do have to wrap it up. Mm. But I feel like. I feel like that you, was a saga. It was. was you good. threw it was easier than playing a D campaign. <laughs> <laughs> you so threw Ignatius easier. for Elite because I wasn't planning on going I hope you guys realized after the five years in the arena, I was just like, no, he's he's killed so many people. Oh, like yeah. he went from being like the despondent <clears throat> archer boy to like, oh no, now I'm I can now just kill I'm people. Deep. I just yeah. kill people. I don't care. Yeah. Even what my friend, you're my childhood friend. Yeah. I've spent five years in the arena. You've been. I don't care. I'm, a, I'm an arena. Yeah. So you were given the motivation. It was yeah. like here is the path to you're use your horrible, horrible skills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You will play that very well. And just a reminder: this is Jeremy's second ever game. Your first was uh, our amazing Fallout one shot, and this time we've gone through a lot together. Yeah, we so went. We much. went through in the time it takes most D and D groups to buy a new like jacket for one character <laughs> we've done like most of it you've all like seen some shit yeah. like you're like literally like 12 years older than the start of our yeah. session barely mm. over an hour ago mm. uh and ready to start i feel like we could do another chapter in this at some point really just like smash statue. through you yeah want, i played a yeah. goal. well we've got guys, yeah. well and that where is the eternal flame mm. and maybe um, dragon folk will know wait wait we Ooh. should do the hang on let me find the <clears throat> In the next episode of <laughs> what's what's this campaign called? The Rapid Roleplay Fire Bot Something Campaign. So let me know in the comments what the name of this campaign is. Uh, actually, I will have picked it by the time the video comes out. It's a Rapid Roleplay. No, I won't have picked it. 
Because it's just going to be like, how fast can we roleplay? Rapid yeah. roleplay. Role so you guys help me pick the name of the saga in the next season, because it'll be a whole season. <laughs> in one episode. Will Bart get a statue? Will Evale lead a new military? A bigger army. A bigger, <laughs> get a bigger army. There's a capital, people. This is just a city. I'm playing two epic songs at once. And <laughs> <laughs> Will Ignatius find the eternal flame? All will be answered in the next episode of... Let me know in the comments. Uh, (laughs) Meanwhile, subscribe for more fun with roleplay, minis, and all sorts of nerdy tabletop goodness.